Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. College education savings accounts. We talk about them today, specifically the Coverdell contribution limit and how to bypass that pesky $2,000 limit. Let's do it. All right, so the Coverdell Education Savings Account is a specialized account for saving for K-12 through and college educational expenses, similar in some ways to the 529 college savings plans. There are, however, several important differences. One is that contributions to Coverdell Education Savings Accounts are limited to two grand a year from all sources, unlike 529 college savings plans. 529s do not have an annual contribution limit other than the annual gift tax exclusion and allow lump sum contributions up to five times the annual limit using five-year gift tax averaging. (laughs) So the question is, can you actually bypass the $2,000 contribution limit on Coverdell education savings accounts? And if so, how? First, a proper definition. Coverdell Education Savings Accounts, were known as Education IRAs, are used to save for the beneficiary's education expenses. This includes elementary, middle, and secondary school expenses, as well as college costs. It's pretty cool. Now, the definition of qualified education expenses for a Coverdell Education Savings Account is broader for K-12 expenses than in a 529 plan. The definition of qualified higher education expenses is the same. Earnings accumulate on a tax-deferred basis. Contributions to pay for qualified education expenses are tax-free. The earnings portion of a non-qualified distribution is taxed as income, plus a 10% tax penalty. A Coverdell Education Savings Account is reported as an asset of the account custodian on the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, FAFSA. The custodian is usually the parent. Qualified distributions from a Coverdell account are not reported as income on the FAFSA. Coverdell accounts offer a broader selection of investment options than 529 college savings plans. The money can be invested in individual stocks and bonds, not just a limited menu of mutual funds. Contributions to a Coverdell account are made in cash using after-tax money. Coverdell Education Savings Account Contribution Limits. Here we go. The total contributions to all Coverdell savings accounts for a beneficiary from all sources are limited to $2,000 per year. This requires the contributors to coordinate their contributions to avoid exceeding the $2,000 annual contribution limit. The $2,000 limit for each contributor is phased out based on the contributor's income. It's reduced for contributors with modified AGI, adjusted gross income, of $190,000 to $220,000 for married filing jointly, and just divide those numbers by two for single filers. Taxpayers who file as married filing separately are ineligible to make contributions to a Coverdell education savings account. The income phase-outs do not change and are not adjusted for inflation. Excess contributions are subject to a 6% annual excise tax until the money is distributed, not as part of a rollover. Excess contributions in the previously year may be reduced by the unused portion of the current year's contribution limit. If 
The excess contribution is distributed prior to June 1st. The excise tax for that year does not apply. Are you following me? Contribution for the previous tax year can be made until the normal due date for the contributor's federal income tax return, so around April 15th. Also, contributions to Coverdell accounts must end when the beneficiary reaches 18, unless the beneficiary is a special needs beneficiary. In addition, the Coverdell Education Savings Account must be fully distributed by the time the beneficiary reaches age 30, unless the beneficiary is a special needs beneficiary. One can work around this limitation by changing the beneficiary to another beneficiary who is under the age limit or by rolling over the funds into a 529 college savings plan. Here's how to bypass the income phase-outs on Coverdell contributions. Here we go. The income phase-outs on contributions can be bypassed by having the contributor give the money to the beneficiary in cash. The beneficiary can then contribute the money to their own Coverdell Education Savings Account. Another option is to contribute to a Coverdell Education Savings Account through an organization, like a corporation or trust. These organizations are not subject to the income limitations. Very cool. Also, let's move on to actually how to bypass the contribution limit. There are several options for bypassing the annual limit on Coverdell Education Savings Accounts. One method of bypassing the two grand limit involves changing the beneficiary on another beneficiary's Coverdell Education Savings Account. I know that's confusing, so here's an example. If a sibling does not go to college and does not need the money in their Coverdell account for educational expenses, the beneficiary on the account can be changed without violating the new beneficiary's $2,000 limit. If a parent has leftover money in their own Coverdell account, they can change the beneficiary from themselves to their child if the parent is under age 30 when the child is born. Rollover contributions are also not subject to the $2,000 annual limit, so one could just roll over the proceeds from a qualified U.S. savings bond into a Coverdell education account to bypass that $2,000 limit. Although one cannot roll over funds from a 529 college savings plan or prepaid tuition plus to a Coverdell education savings account, the 6% excise tax on excess contributions does not apply to rollover contributions, by the way. Qualified U.S. savings bonds include Series EE or Series I U.S. savings bonds issued in 1990 or a later year. Rollover contributions are defined as including a rollover from another Coverdell account, military death gratuities, and a rollover of a qualified U.S. savings bonds. Okay, so the language in the law treats a contribution of qualified U.S. savings bonds into a qualified tuition program, 529 plan or prepaid tuition plan, or Coverdell education savings account as a qualified higher education expense. It uses the term contribution and does not use the term rollover contribution. However, the instructions for IRS Form 5498 ESA refer to a contribution from a qualified U.S. savings bond as a rollover. A rollover can be made from certain U.S. savings bonds or another Coverdell ESA. In addition, the way such rollovers are reported on IRS Form 8815 does not enforce a $2,000 limit. 
IRS guidance concerning covered L accounts in the IRS Revenue Manual and the Internal Revenue Manual does not state that the $2,000 limit applies to rollovers from the Education Savings Bond Program. So, a rollover contribution from a qualified U.S. savings bond to a Coverdell savings account is probably not subject to the $2,000 contribution limit. Keyword there, probably. However, there are practical limits on the amount of qualified U.S. savings bonds that can be rolled over into a Coverdell savings account. Individuals may buy up to $10,000 in Series EE and $10,000 in Series I U.S. savings bonds online through Treasury Direct each year for themselves. They can also buy up to $10,000 of each type of bond per recipient as a gift. The limits are per Social Security number, regardless of whether the bonds are purchased for yourself or received as gifts. Married taxpayers can each buy U.S. savings bonds up to these limits, plus up to five grand in paper series I U.S. savings bonds using their federal income tax refund. Thus, the child's parents can each buy or receive a combination of 10 grand in series EE and 10 grand in series I U.S. savings bonds for a total of $20,000 each, plus up to an additional five grand in paper series I bonds based on their federal income tax refund. The interest on a qualified U.S. savings bond is tax-free if the proceeds are spent on qualified higher education expenses, tuition and fees, for example, or rolled into a 529, prepaid tuition plan, or, of course, Coverdell Education Savings Account, and the taxpayer's income falls below certain income phase-outs. The phase-outs you can find at thecollegeinvestor.com. Too many numbers can get too confusing on a podcast. The bond owner must, though, be at least 24 years old, when the bond is issued for the interest to be tax-free. Very important there. The Coverdell Education Savings Account must be in the same name as the bond owner, the bond owner's spouse or the bond owner's dependent to qualify for the tax-free interest benefit. This limits the ability of a grandparent to directly use a U.S. savings bond to bypass that $2,000 annual contribution limit. They would need to register the bond in the name of the child's parent. Series I and Series EE U.S. savings bonds cannot be cashed in before they are 12 months old. If Series I and EE savings bonds are cashed in before they are 5, there is an early redemption penalty of 3 months' interest. Mm. Of course, there are no limits on contributions to a 529 plan other than that annual gift tax exclusion of $16,000 in 2022 with lump sum contributions of up to $80,000 through five-year gift tax averaging and the aggregate limits that range from $235,000 to $542,000, depending on the state. But some families prefer the greater control over investments in Coverdell education savings accounts and the broader definition of qualified education expenses. Phew, now that was a lot to take in, so I hope it was helpful. If it was, please drop us a line, tell us it was, and also share this with a friend if you think it can help them too. Or if you want to dive a little bit deeper into this, take a look at some laws and the language just to get a deeper understanding of these Coverdell savings accounts. We have plenty of articles and more at thecollegeinvestor.com. We also take a look at 529s and lots of different things about money, including student loan forgiveness, 
even setting up a side hustle so you can earn some extra cash. It's all there, again, at thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks again for stopping by today. We'll talk to you again real soon.